I'm Amy. I'm Julie. And it's time to pucker up. Here we are. Welcome to our holiday extravaganza final episode of 2018. 2018. So we got a lot of stuff to follow up on. First thing we want to follow up on is the Hockey Fights Cancer Money on the Board. I ended up donating $44, which was... $15 for Brian Boyle's first career hat trick, which he scored on Hockey Fights Cancer Night against the Pittsburgh Penguins. $15 for Jonas Siegenthaler's debut game, which he played the Friday before Thanksgiving against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And $14 for all of the points accrued by Marcus Johansson in the month of November. And I got a little ahead of myself with saying I was going to give a dollar for every save my boyfriend made. So I kind of just rounded that off at $150 and called it even. How many saves did he end up making? Oh, more than 200. It got a little... Yeah. The whole month? They put him through it. Yeah. In addition to that, I also picked up a stick in the Caps Hockey Fights Cancer Stick Salute Auction... And I also picked up a gift basket. Um, the Devils do did a Hockey Fights Cancer. Well, okay, no. It wasn't Hockey Fights Cancer, but they did basically, basically the better halves baskets like the Caps do. Mm-hmm. But that was a kind of Hockey Fights Cancer themed event yeah. as well. And that money went to Hockey Fights Cancer and the Boston Children's Hospital. And somebody said to me, why would they do the Boston Children's Hospital? Why not? in Newark or something like that. It's because they take Brian Boyle's son, Declan, Mm. to the Boston Children's Hospital because that's whatever the specialist for what he has. That's where that specialist is. So, and eventually, once the basket of stuff comes, one of the things we'll be doing in the new year is going through the JoJo basket. The weird basket of weird shit Marcus Johansson likes. We Including... (laughs) The, the the energy drink all the Swedes drink, Nako. What was the other one? Love something. <laughs> Love crunches the granola. There you go. There's like protein bars. There's all kinds of really strange items. So we're going to get hopped up on caffeine and protein shit the next time you talk to us. <laughs> we're going to be swole. <laughs> Actually, uh, Kara said that Nako doesn't taste that bad, but it is 180 grams of caffeine. Where, whereas apparently Red Bull has like 150 or something like that. Okay. So we're probably going to explode. The next thing we've already talked about, um, William Nylander, but a couple of things have come out. Um, one of the things we had written down that we actually didn't talk about on our knee emergency podcast episode was that Bruce Boudreaux, they were playing the wild that night. Mm-hmm. You know, Gabby, Gabby gonna Gabby. He said, I'm not looking forward to a resolution. I'm just glad it's not resoluted right now. If that's even a word. <laughs> And I remembered reading it in the car, but I think because we were in the car and in the rain and, and we, just we, caught up in the Nylander of it all, we decided to leave that for My later. anxiety was so bad. Julie was like, we just need to get to where we're going and also Nylander! And I'm going to throw up. Yeah. I was afraid we might have to pull over to throw up at some point. I, it, I was like, I was pretty concerned. <laughs> like, don't laugh at me. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just, I'm just picturing... Officer, I needed to throw up. I'm not drunk. Sorry, we're just on the side of the New Jersey Turnpike barfing <coughs> from Excuse me. anxiety about William Nylander. The other thing... As was most of hockey Twitter, but, you know. True. The other thing that I read about William Nylander is that... And I don't know how much 
veracity there really is to this. And I believe it was a tweet by Wyshynski that had this quote in it. Said that Neil Andrew made a call at 4.20 p.m. Of course he did. That shook things loose so he could get his $6.9 million deal done. Mm-hmm. I, you know... Because William Nylander... That is not beyond the pale for William Nylander. Is a fucking meme lord. And B, it's very Wish. Like, it's very on brand for Wishinsky. So, I think it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. Like, I I fully buy that William Nylander's a meme lord. I know Austin Matthews is, so why wouldn't William Nylander be? Speaking of that trip to New Jersey, a couple of things happened on that trip to New Jersey. Um, We learned a new chant... We did. There was a new chant that we hadn't heard before. So, you know, uh, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Well, they have a version of that at The Rock. They do. And if you know the Rangers suck, clap your hands. If you know the Rangers suck, clap your hands. If you know the Rangers suck, and And they'll never win the cup. If you know the Rangers suck, clap your hands. Uh, Jersey hates the Rangers like we hate the Penguins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that rivalry is about as deep, too. Oh, it's really really funny to be sitting in a crowd of Jersey fans and they throw the out-of-town scores up on the screen. And you know everybody there is looking for the Rangers score. Mm -hmm. But Amy and I are like, where's the Pens score? We got to see the Pens (laughs) score. Are the Pens winning or are they losing? The other thing that happened there, well, a couple of other things happened there, um, was this guy sits in front of us and he's kind of a douchebag. And he's a leaner. And we have said something to him about his leanership. Twice. More than once. Because he he's also a season ticket holder. And he's in front of us every game. And he's fucking leaning every game. And I'm like, bro, can you sit back? Because I, sitting behind him, I can't see anything to the right of the cage. Mm-hmm. It's pretty irritating. And it sucks because we're in the zone where the doubles shoot twice. Right. And you might as well just be looking at the blue line out. Yeah. In that corner. So he's at the game with some of his bros. Uh, the Devils are playing the Jets. And about six minutes in, the Devils are down. Or six minutes left. I'm sorry, not six minutes in. About six minutes in, the Devils are down. And he and his buddies get up and leave. Which made us very happy. It didn't, didn't suck for us. The Devils tied the game yeah, on, in those, uh, on a in Mar- those Marcus minutes. Johansson goal, I believe, on that one as well. I believe. We're no, that was, ass- Taylor, that was Taylor Hall's scramble at the net. Oh, yes. But he had an assist on it, I think. Uh, Jojo didn't have an assist on that. He ha- he did have a goal that game. You had to listen to me yell. Yes. He had two two goals and that weekend. quite tightly. Sorry. That's Everybody okay. in our section had to put up with me that Friday night when I he know. scored in Capital One Arena. And everybody in our section hated me except for the one Devils fan down the row from me. Who probably still thought, huh. Everybody that I sit with knows. I know. And I was wearing a Johansson jersey anyway. And now I have a signed one, because that's one of the things in the weird basket of weird sweets. A signed Devil's one. It's Devil's one, yeah. But yes. I still want a Christmas tree one, but they're not selling them yet. Heritage jerseys is what they're calling Oh, them. really? Yeah. Because it's their original, um, it's not like, they look like away jerseys, but it's kind of like the Hershey Bears, where they used to have the like, white, white. mostly white, yeah. those home whites. So they're calling them Heritage jerseys, because it's, it's home whites, but they're the red, white, and green ones. So Good anyway, Christmas the, the leaners get up and leave, and the Devils tie the game. Like, the Devils scored two goals after, two or three goals after these leaners left. Two. And it was like, that's that's a, a cautionary tale about not leaving games before. Well, yeah, and one of them was with the goalie pulled. Yeah, that was the Taylor Hall goal. Um, the other one was JoJo's goal, I think. I think you're right. And then, yeah, first of all, like, 
I've said this. I've probably said this on the podcast before. When I buy a ticket to a game, I buy a ticket to the whole game. Yeah. The only time I have gotten up and like, and I didn't even leave the building. I did get very confused though. That Kings game where they scored two empty netters on us last season. I got up and went to the bathroom after the first one. Mm. And then when I came out, they were calling the second one. And I was so confused. I was like, (laughs) I don't understand. Oh, that. Wow. That happened. Yeah. Well, and those leaners were not the only ones that got up. I would say two thirds of the arena emptied. Yeah. And the Devils came back and it went to overtime. Now, they lost in overtime because they got extremely hosed by the referees. Yeah, they did. Um, but that whole game was they tied a it up and took it to OT, which is worth thorough, sticking around for. Thorough hosing by referees. And we're going to talk about not referee hosing, but some devil's issues later on in the podcast because the devils are. Uh, they have issues. Devils got some problems. And I love them, but they got some problems. Um, Speaking of problems. Following up on the other item that we have in follow ups is the Flyers have named a new GM. That is Chuck Fletcher. Correct. And they did end up calling up Carter Hart. Did they? I don't think he ever played a game. Huh. Their tandem right now is Stolars with um, Neuverth. <laughs> <laughs> I think Stol- Neuverth was sitting bench the last time I looked. So but I, I don't think Carter Hart actually played a game. I think it was kind of like when the Caps called up Samsonov. Mm-hmm. And he, they had to have a goalie on the bench and didn't want to be like, holy shit, the Caps had to sign some random goalie coach from somewhere. <laughs> right. Like, he was a nice guy. It was a great thing that happened. It wasn't like he was the dude from Chicago, though. Right. No, well, and it wasn't like they needed him, but they needed somebody. Somebody had to be there because you have to have somebody there. So, yeah, they called up Carter Hart, but I don't think he played. And that would be goalie number six if he had. Yeah, well, I mean, does it count that they even called him up? I mean, I'd kind of count him as goalie number six if they called him up. But here's they the thing. They had to pay him to come up there. What I don't understand is they put Pickard on waivers. I don't understand that either. Like, because you're going to ride Neuverth? Like, what? Well, first of all, you having five goalies in less than 25 games or so doesn't give anybody a fair shot at what they can do for the team. Right. So to say, well, we looked at what so-and-so has done versus what so-and-so, you've looked at a little bit of everybody. And like... And not a lot of anybody. Yeah. Pickard got completely shellacked against Toronto. That sucks. But he had the shutout the day before. Literally the day before. The right. The day before? Yeah, the, sure. The day... Another. I have not had a single drink, Amy. Don't you tell me to have another. Okay. But we're gonna... Oh, that's right. We are going to. We're going to do shots and then we're going to sing you a beautiful song. Anyway. Stay tuned. So Pickard starts both halves of a back-to-back and you're going to put him on waivers. One of them was a shutout. His shutout. Mm-hmm. He got picked up by Arizona and now he plays for Arizona. And is he in, he's in their tandem? They didn't send him down or anything? I don't think that, I, I honestly, I'm going to be real with you. I don't follow Arizona that closely. I don't either. The last I saw, he was in their tandem because Kemper was injured as well. Oh. I mean, Arizona is victim to the same problem literally every other team in the league is having, which is. People are dropping like flies. (laughs) Healthy player machine broke. Yeah. Then, so Philly put Pickard on waivers. There were a lot of like names that went on waivers this week mm-hmm. this week two weeks new jersey put jean sebastian d on waivers he got reclaimed by pittsburgh not a big surprise that pittsburgh picked him up a little bit of a surprise that jersey let him go 
Yeah, I mean, what we've seen of them looks pretty decent. They did it so they could keep Brett Cini in the lineup. Because mm. Brett Cini has played maybe 10 games at this point, has two goals, and it's his first season. Yeah, why not? That's pretty good. He's got some assists, too. I don't know how many assists off the top of my head, but I know he got his second goal last night. Yeah, and I think I think I saw, you know, judging from the games that I remember going to with you, I saw lots of assists from D, but I don't know that I saw any goals. Um, I... I can't tell you. I can't remember him scoring any goals. He did do some, did have some assists. They only scratched him one or two games before they dumped him. Yeah. They got enough guys back healthy. I mean, I was just interested in that his name was D because I'm 12. They always, they call, yeah, I always thought it was interesting because they always call him JSD. So they're just like, like it's just his initials. Mm-hmm. They never call him Jean Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. that's a mouthful. So the the next one on my list is really kind of a bizarre one, and it was really upsetting for me. Julie was going through it. (laughs) There was a day where it was like, it was like hard for me, okay? So the Carolina Hurricanes put Scott Darling on waivers. Womp womp. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you probably have figured out that I love Scott Darling. He cleared waivers, and I hate it. And they sent him to the Charlotte Checkers, and I hate it. And then... And then McElhaney got hurt, and now he's called up again. So... Who's he up there with, then? McElhaney's hurt. Who are they pairing him with? It's the one that the guy was yelling at. The drunk guy in the preseason game. Oh, um... Fuck. The drunk guy in the preseason game! Yeah, you suck. Morazic? Morazic! You suck! You're bad at hockey! Yes, Morazic. Peter Morazic. All I Um, I think of was blank. You suck! Yes! That's, That's the only way I could ever remember who plays for Carolina. Now. <laughs> One of those guys, the drunk guys, were yelling at at the beginning of the season. <laughs> yeah, so now he's back up. Dallas put Gamal Smith on waivers. He got picked up by Boston. Um, the Caps put Sergei Shumakov on un- unconditional waivers to terminate his contract. Um, he never played a game with the Capitals. He didn't play that many games with the Bears. He, like, broke his wrist or something pretty mm. early on in the season. And then he went over to the Springfield Thunderbirds and signed a PTO. So, I mean, I expected to see him go back to the KHL when they said they were putting him on unconditional waivers. I didn't expect him to stay in the States. Well, maybe he wants to, um, maybe he wants to play for Florida's farm team instead of the Capitals. I don't know. But yeah, sure. the Springfield Thunderbirds are the ECHL affiliate, not the AHL. Oh, they're not? Oh, no, wait. I thought they were no, a- they are AHL. AHL. You're right. You're right. I'm thinking of somebody else. So Melanie interrupted us by letting my dog in the room. That's him. You can hear sniffing. And then she brought us shots of peppermint bark flavor vodka, Woo-hoo. which is definitely not the way God intended. So we're going to do these shots of vodka. We're going to get through the rest of this podcast. We're going to sing a terrible song. <laughs> That's my dog. That's my boy. He's Snorting. getting there. He's a pug. If you couldn't tell by the noises. So... Here's some vodka to Franny. Yeah, to Franny. Woo! <coughs> wow. You're a pussy. I couldn't. Oh, but it's good. <sighs> You're a pussy. Thank you, Melanie. You are welcome. You can't do a shot in halves. Get out of this room. <laughs> Woo! Leave me. I wish I could have done it all at once. Woo! All right. <laughs> well, <coughs> I mean, 
going to make it through the rest of this podcast or pass out in about five minutes. So I'm going to wrap these. I'm going to wrap these uh, garlands around me. These ugly. Oh, sweet. Garlands around me. I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them off my windows and wrap them around my body as we perform this terrible song. But for now, let's talk about, oh, the Seattle expansion team is officially official. And it's probably going to. They are not going to be the Kraken. That's uh, extremely upsetting. They're probably going to be the Seattle Metropolitans, which is stupid. Okay, so I have to share this because A, it is a pun, and B, it's a good one. Debatable. um, And it was, I forget who the tweet was from, but the Steve Dangle podcast mentioned it the other night. Somebody tweeted, and I wish I could give them proper credit, but whoever they are, they're a genius and I love them. (laughs) You do love a bad pun. Wants them to be called the Seattle Manatees so that they could be called the Seattle Sea Cattle. (laughs) I'm down. Let's do it. I'm ready for it. I want it so bad. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Um, They're going to have the same expansion rules as Vegas, unfortunately. Well, and Vegas is going to be exempt from said... That's bullshit. It is. I think, it, okay, like, I realize it's like, oh, Vegas is just a new team. They shouldn't have to be part of it. Yeah, like, fucking make them suffer. Like, that should have been conditional upon them sucking. Like, if they had sucked in their first season, then yes, we'd be, we'd be if it were the other way around Why? and they had sucked, we'd be saying, well, it's really not fair to take from them because they started out sucking and they still suck. But they didn't start out sucking. They suck now. But they didn't start out sucking and we shouldn't have to help them build... This is the other point I learned from the Steve Dangle podcast the other night, actually. They have $30 million of money. They could buy anybody they wanted in the next two years and not have to give them up or protect them or unprotect them. That's bullshit. Vegas should have to suffer the way we're going to have to suffer. And I swear to God, the next person who comes up to me, Michael, and says that Seattle is going to take juice from me, I'm going to punch in the nards. Well, Michael. you know what seems to be the prevailing um, line of thought for the Caps, at least what I've seen Is that they'll more protect lately. more defensemen? They'll do the eight skaters so they no. can protect well, more defensemen? Who will go oh. is uh, our friend T. Joshi. That's fine. Because he's got ties out there and whatnot. I, okay. have, I have bad blood about T.J. O'Shea. I know you do. I think you might be glad to see him go in an expansion draft. Although, God knows what happened to the last boy we let go in an expansion draft. He just turned into a life of drugs and crime. Or what have you. I don't know that T.J. Look, Oshie it's would not like, what do you, what, do you, what, kind of, what do you get into when you move to Seattle? Drugs and crime? Snorting coffee beans? <laughs> I mean. Oh, uh, hold on. T.J. Oshie turns into a hipster. Turns into a hipster? T.J. Oshie is not a hipster. He thinks he is, though. No. All right. No, you're right. He's TJ Oshie's a, a fucking a bro. frat bro. Well, yeah, I mean, weed's legal out there now. I'm just saying. <laughs> weed's legal in Vegas, too, which I didn't know until I saw the huge billboard as I was driving into Vegas when we got to Vegas <laughs> that God. Monday morning. So the Capitals, in order to, I don't know, not have a panic attack about stuff, called up Riley Barber, but then immediately sent him back down. That's coming off of your headband. I know. I want to put it on my nose. <clears throat> oh. Well, I'm not helping with that. Okay. Called up Riley Barber. They put TJ Oshi on IR recti- re- rec- rectal active. <laughs> <laughs> re- 
whoops, retroactive to November 14th, which That's means- what kind of trouble he's going to get in Seattle. Rectal active trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Frat bros. <laughs> which, which meant that they could basically take him off IR whenever they wanted to. Um, they immediately... Son! They immediately sent uh, Barber back to Hershey after the Columbus game, and he played in Hershey's game on Sunday. <laughs> Henry, shut the fuck up. So, basically, we were wondering, you know, kind of what this was going to mean. Like, was Oshie going to be ready for the game tomorrow? Was Wilson going to be ready? It's looking like it's going to be Oshie. Mm-hmm. Kind of going to keep an eye on that and see if it's actually that I TJ Oshie is he's ready. he's skated full contact today, so. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's ready to be back. He's not ready to be back until the doctor clears him. That seems to be the rule. But. But the doctor cleared him. But that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean he's ready to be back. Mm. Because they'll clear them. I I feel like doctors will clear them way before they should actually be on the ice. Well, I think if it's between them and the doctor, the doctor's advice prevails. Because they'll clear themselves more than, well, the doctors will. So, you know, let's, let's, let's talk about that then. Okay. Because um, we mentioned that our, our good buddy. Nope, I don't want to leave this out. Uh, there was a campaign. From mm. several outlets looking to make Tom Wilson all-star game captain. Of the Metropolitan Division. Of the Metropolitan Division. Look, is he a hometown hero? Sure. Has he played better in the last 12 calendar months than we expected him to? Yeah. Has he done the stupidest shit of his entire career in the last 12 calendar months? Yep. Yep. I mean, when you've got other choices... On the ballot, like Ovi, Nikki, Kuzi, Holpe, Carlson. I would rather vote for Sidney Crosby. I wouldn't. I'd vote for any of the other capitals, but I would not write him in. And the whole There's thing no about... There's no point in writing someone in in this vote. It's... Unless you can get Greg Wyshynski and Dave Lozo behind it like they did with John Scott. Yeah, well, nobody's gonna... They're not gonna be able to get anybody behind it like that for Tom Wilson. Mm-mm, no. No, because... He's he's too polarizing. Too many people hate him. It's not going to work. Vote for Nick Backstrom. He's the one who would hate it the most. And the thing about the John Scott (laughs) stunt was, John Scott was on his way out of the league. It was like a last hurrah for John Scott, pretty much. This is hopefully nowhere near Wilson's last hurrah. Although, who knows what kind of stupid shit he's going to pull between now and the end of the next 12 calendar months. On the bright side, we don't play Vegas again this year. Yeah, but... We're going to get to that. We're going to yeah. get to that. So, um, speaking of not playing Vegas, let's talk what's the message, Gary. Yeah, Gary. And I've got... I've what's got, the message? I've got three that I want to cover together, and then we've got a couple more things that we need to talk about. The first one being Tom Wilson's hit to Brett Cini, where uh, in the Devils game on the 30th. Tom was ejected for an illegal check to the head. That call ended up being reduced to interference, which if you'll remember, that happened with the call, I believe the one for Malkin on Oshi. Yes. Ended up being reduced from check to the head to interference. Mm-hmm. And Department of Player Safety didn't look at it. Yes, Tom Wilson should have avoided the hit, but Tom Wilson was also trying to avoid the hit. Popular belief, well, no, I won't say popular because popular belief is that the book should have been thrown at Tom for it. Mm. People with brains typically tend to think that no other player would have been ejected for that. 
I mean, Correct. and and when you watch the hit slow down and you take all of the factors into consideration, I what I think happened is Tom. Yep, Tom clipped him. Tom should have avoided that hit. He should have tried harder to avoid the hit. He did try to avoid the bulk of the hit. But I also think Cini's a little dude. Mm-hmm. Cini came back out. Yep. And played the rest of the game. What I think happened and why Cini needed to lay there a minute and then go down the tunnel, this is like Cini's fifth game in the yeah, NHL. Yeah, he got the wind He'd knocked out of him. He'd never been hit that hard before. Mm-hmm. And this is no insult to Brett Cini or no insult to the Jersey Devils because the Jersey Devils did not and no sign of take this prowess well. in Tom Wilson whatsoever. But yeah, he got the wind knocked out of him. He, he needed himself he, a second. He that was his first experience getting fucking bodied in the NHL. No doubt. And he's had it, and now he knows what it feels like, and it won't happen again like that. Well, and he'll keep his head up. Well, yes, but also, again, Tom should have avoided that hit. Right, yeah. He didn't He didn't get hit because his head wasn't up. Now, the other one in this trilogy of Department of Player Safety is a shit show. Same kind of hit, only this one was intentional. This one was predatory because this one was coming the whole game. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reeves gets ejected from the Cavs and Knights game. It wasn't a hit to the head, but it was super late and it was blindsided. And it was so damn hard it knocked his helmet off. It was so hard. Tom, it was, it was I mean, I, Ryan Reeves on Tom Wilson. Say whatever you want about Tom Wilson. Nobody deserves to get injured. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think Ryan Reeves is nothing more than a goon. I think there's no hockey talent there. I think he has one job out there on the ice and it's to agitate. Yep. And once in a while he gets lucky. Yep. So, I mean, that's why he was scratched for game five. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing about the Reeves hit and why I think it's different is Reeves extends upward into the hit because when I first saw it, I thought he led in with his elbow because when you see the hit and you see the follow through, you see his elbow up in the air mm-hmm. because we were watching it on my couch. And I said to Amy, the first thing I said to Amy was, did he lead with his elbow? That looks like he's leading with his elbow until we saw it played back and slowed down. And you're able to understand more that his elbow coming up is part of the follow through. Right. And following the rest of his body and coming up through the hit, which as we've said before, full body uppercut. Mm -hmm. It's something that Tom does. It's something we wish Tom would stop. It's something we wish Ryan Reese would It's stop. not something we condone Tom doing. It's not something we're going to condone someone else doing. So, Reeves didn't get any supplementary discipline from it. What he did get was a five-minute major interference match penalty. Yeah, he was ejected from the game. Did I expect him to get disciplined for it? No, based on the precedent set with the Wilson hit on Cini. I definitely... And the fact that it's it's pretty well known that the Department of Player Safety won't look at an interference call unless it's direct contact yes. to the head. What I do, th- and I think the league and maybe player safety needs to look at, is Reeves' conduct after. Well, and in, in that game leading up to that hit, he was literally chasing Wilson all over yeah, the Yeah, no, he wasn't playing hockey. He was trying to start a fight. And to Tom's credit, Tom didn't take the bait. 
Like, Tom may have been jawing, but he didn't start a fight with Reeves. And if you want to watch Tom Wilson and Ryan Reeves fight, go fucking pull it up on Hockey Fights. They've done it before, and Tom won. They've done it several times before. Like, it's yeah. not... Like, it's not exciting to think, oh, Tom Wilson and Ryan Reeves are going to fight. They've done it. It's old. Get over yourselves. Well, and that... It Tom Wilson goes to the Pittsburgh fans who go, Tom Wilson wouldn't even fight Ryan Reeves. Yeah, Tom Wilson's not scared to fight Ryan Reeves. Tom Wilson is bored to fight Ryan Reeves. Pretty much. He's, it'd be like him fighting another fucking Shen brother. We're like, oh, here it goes. Or Wayne Simmons. Or Wayne Simmons. I don't know. I kind of like to watch Wayne Simmons fight. You know who I want to watch Tom fight? Uh-oh. Jamie Benn. Oh, dear God. Because the last time Tom fought in a Dallas game, he fought Antoine Roussel, which is like, whatever. I want to watch him fight Jamie Benn. You just want to watch two very large men just fall all over each other. Oh, yeah. Y'all need to see Julie's face right now. You need to see Amy's face right now because she's got a piece of sequin stuck on the end of her nose. Hey, I put it there. It's beautiful. It is. It's incredible. So, like... I mean, there are actual credentialed reporters out there saying Tom got what he deserved. People who work for the fucking Athletic saying Tom got what he deserved. Ryan Reeves being incredibly gross about this hit. He says, he fucking, that's what happens when you run into a lion in the the jungle. jungle. First of all, bitch, lions don't live in the jungle. Where do lions live, Julie? In the savannah. Didn't you watch The Lion King? I'm just saying. Simba went and lived in the jungle with Timon and Pumbaa because he was embarrassed because he got his dad killed because he bought into Scar's fucking Hamlet bullshit. So, I don't know. I mean... Is is the Lion King Hamlet or Othello? I can't remember. It's Hamlet. Yeah, because it's his father's brother. I don't fucking know. Anyway, so he also signs these pictures of him standing over Tom Wilson on the ice... Saying that he ran into a lion in the jungle. Like, and then, and then, of course, like, it's like, oh, well, then there's, oh, well, he didn't actually do that. Oh, well, yeah, he did, because Vegas confirmed to the Washington Post that he did and that the pictures had been destroyed. So I think, I think the league needs to look at that, because that's got to be some kind of unsportsmanlike. conduct unbecoming or whatever. That, kick him out of the league. Fuck, kick the dude out of the league. That's beer league bullshit. If that. I mean, like, dudes in beer league don't even act like that. Because they're drunk. They don't care. That's right. They're drunk and they love everybody. Well, yeah, exactly. The other one that, the, the last, the last one, and this is where I don't understand, and this is where the inconsistency comes in, is the Zach Hyman hit on Charlie McAvoy. Inconsistency in the Department of Player Safety? And I'll tell you why I think this comes out inconsistent. And it has to get, again... As I've said before, talent level. Because the hit does not look worse than the Reeves hit. Nope. On Wilson. And, I mean, it, Nor yeah. the Wilson on... It looks worse than the Wilson hit on Sini yeah. because the Wilson hit on Sini really wasn't mm. that bad. It got a two-game suspension. And I'll tell you why I think this happened. It's because McAvoy's above the talent threshold that Tom Wilson doesn't meet. That, like, the lead doesn't even know who the fuck Brett Sini is. Right. But McAvoy is above that level, and that's why it's a suspension. It's 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 like a popularity game. It's not real. Here's an interesting thought. Not that you or I have the time to do this, but I'd really be interested in statistically looking at the number of times that suspensions for hits like these and plays like these get supplemental discipline. 
against original six teams and teams with multiple cups. That's interesting because Boston's an original six, but Toronto is also original six. Right, but again, teams with multiple cups. I mean, the Leafs do, I don't know how many the Leafs have versus Boston, but, but more than the Devils or the Caps right, or the Knights. Right. But the I mean, par- parties involved, I mean, Devils, not an original six team. Been around, been around less time than the Caps. Caps, not an original six team. Only Vegas, one cup. Vegas, no cups. New team. N- new team. I think it's interesting, and, and it might even be worth it to take a look at when there's two very talented, successful teams against each other, in this case, Toronto, Boston, or whether there's one versus a not. Peter, if you're listening to this... I mean, this is that's it's a big ass. No, I know. I mean, but this kind of sounds like the kind of stuff like you know, Peter might know of somebody who's done a project like this too. That's true. Hi, Peter. We hope you're listening. We love you. We do. And um, if you know this kind of thing floats your boat, we, I'd we're read happy it. to talk about it. Then, so I think Hyman got the suspension because McAvoy is above that talent threshold, whatever that arbitrary threshold is. I, I mean, and you know, I feel like there's some kind of above below threshold where. Well, and it can't be salary. No, it's not salary. It's talent yeah. and marketability, mm. which is weird because, well, okay, Zach Hyman is not above a talent threshold, but he writes children's books, Amy. I know. Noted children's author Zach Hyman. Uh, not to mention, I mean, we could use the example of Tom Wilson and saying he brings in a shitload of money for that franchise. But nobody likes him. I don't, like, it's because dudes have hate boners about how beautiful he is. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Hate boners. Uh, there's a couple of other really weird ones that I want to bring up. Well, not really weird. But there's three other ones I have on my list. This is going on forever. Bertu- Bertuzzi. Do you remember Bertuzzi's first name? I don't. It doesn't matter. I just don't Tyler? Know. Maybe. He has gross hair. Punched Matt Calvert from the bench while Dylan Larkin was holding him down. Bertuzzi got a phone hearing and a two-game suspension. Larkin got nothing, even though he was party to this. Um, Red Wings fans strongly believed that Calvert, Calvert should be punished uh, for spearing. Um, I don't know if you saw this. I did not. I heard a lot about it. Calvert's stick basically got knocked into the bench. It's kind of like that bullshit thing that happened last year where... It's like when Yevgeny Malkin kirked out, only Bertuzzi didn't tell somebody not to speak Russian to him. Mm. And or th- just punched him. Yeah, well, it was, I mean, so Bertuzzi got two games for that. Ryan Lombard executed a legal line change for the purpose of starting an altercation and instigated a fight in the last five minutes of res- uh, re- 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 I only had that one shot of vodka. Of regulation, which is an automatic suspension and a $10,000 fine to the coach. Yeah, well. Um, he was also suspended one additional game. So two games total, 10 k to the coach for sending the guy out to fight somebody. Hey, hey. He, like, I mean, and it wasn't subtle. It was like, um, like literally to the point where people were unsure if it was a legal line change. Like it was like sixth man in or second man and dude came off the bench like and then there was one where that was kind of controversial for some reason i didn't really understand because it was clear knee on knee where uh, mark giordano got two games for kneeing miko koivu where he went in for a poke check and it failed and so instead of like i don't know trying a hockey play he just like went in with his knee 
Yeah, that ain't right. I don't know why that's controversial other than the fact that it's stupid. But you, a thousand hockey men can't be wrong. I'm sure John Cherry loved it. I'm sure he did. I've got some lowlights that are mostly about Caps games from the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a penalty called. <laughs> I don't know if I would call this a lowlight. Um, I mean, but this was because we won that game. We did. There's a penalty called against Miles Wood. Who is hot? Miles Wood is hot. And it, uh, and I think this is the first time I've heard this one out loud in a very long time. Yes. Like, I know, like, I'm vaguely aware that this is a penalty, but he got four minutes for butt ending. And we were watching the game here at Julie's No, house. we were at the Devil's game. We were? Yeah. And how did you hear me say, did he say butt ending? Because Nikki said, we, I didn't, but Nikki said the exact same oh, thing. Oh, okay. Nikki turns <laughs> around and she goes, did he just say butt ending? And I'm like, uh-huh! Yeah, for butt ending. No, because we're literally one hive mind, and Nikki turned around and was like, hey. Yeah, I'm sure I said that to Chris. But yeah, butt ending, otherwise known as a big love tap in the nards. With the end of your stick. Mm Mm-hmm, with the butt. And he's got a big knob. I'm so disappointed you didn't sing that on the last episode we were talking about Holtby. I know. Where does that come from? Love Actually. No, I mean, like, where... Uh where what where did the thing reference like Holtby oh they were they were talking about there was a a, a tweet oh, it was like talking a pop about personality it. thing about their tape jobs yes and it, Holtby was going on and on and on and about, somebody on twitter responded to it and it was just the clip from love actually that says and he's got a big knob cuz all Holtby's talking about in the video is how big the knob on his stick is and it's just like nobody thinks before they speak hockey porn yeah and then there's another thing that i want to talk about that's gross and that we're not going to post but it's michael grabner's eye yeah no we don't need to post that they put that up on the screen during the game last night night before mm, night before last we didn't watch night before last we were at rufus wainwright oh you're right friday night's game whatever fucking yeah Whenever we actually watched a game last year. The Arizona, just during the Arizona game, because they were playing Arizona, and he plays for Arizona. Fucking Michael Grabner got a stick to the eye, and they put this picture up on the screen, and they just left it there. Yeah, we did not need to see that much of it. And it was there, and it was there, and, like, to the point where all of us started yelling. Because it was was up there for, I swear, a solid 45 seconds, which was way more than I wanted to see that picture. I don't know what was worse, that or the Zach Wierenski one from a couple years ago where he just, like, got lit up um, and had to no, stuff shoved is, up his nose. Grabner's and, is worse because his was, like, swollen. Because most of the time when you see Wierenski's, it's not as swollen. <coughs> but he broke his orbital on that, I believe. Ooh, I don't ow. know about Grabner. Um, I don't need to know. All I know is it looks ugly. ugly. So, Amy and I went to the teddy bear toss, uh, fortunately, and we this, did. missed this game. But uh, the Caps played the Ducks. Yeah, they did. So we go, we, we, we listened to the first period of the game in the car mm-hmm. on the way to Hershey. Mm-hmm. And then we... And we're winning. Yeah, we're win- like, we're like, we Three nothing or And something. then all of a sudden we're like, five, two or some shit like that. And then by the time we're done throwing teddy bears, the ducks are winning. And the game is suddenly over and the cat's lost. And I'm like, what? Glad we didn't go uh, to that game. No, I'm glad we didn't, because we were all sitting around going, what happened? And apparently some bad Orlovian things <laughs> ha- happened. Because as we have said before, when Dmitry Orlov, Dmitry Orlov is the girl with the little curl. 
When she's her. good, she's very, very good. When she's bad, she's horrid. That'd be Dima. And what did I say about Dima before we even left Hershey is that maybe he needs to have a little break sitting in the press box. Because that's my solution to everything is just have a little break sitting in the press box. Let Jonas play. I mean, some other people have done that lately. I do not feel like Christian use should have been scratched, but okay. Well, yeah. Cats also played the Golden Knights, which we've already talked about Oh, hey, can we talk about how we were part of actually setting a record in Hershey? We'll get there. We'll get okay. there. We'll get th- that's not under lowlights, my dude. Oh, sorry. I'm ahead of myself. You are. So this tweet, Ben Raby posted this tweet uh, prior to the Cats and Knights game about the Black Aces, which was... Oh, God. Yeah, it's so good. It's such... Like, never doubt that the Washington Capitals love each other. So this quote comes from Ben Raby, and he spoke with Travis Boyd prior to the Vegas game, and Travis Boyd was one of the black aces in the locker room. It was him, Travis Madison, Boyd, Madison Bowie, Nate Walker, Shane Gersich, Alex Chason. Yes. And um, Boyd said, I'm pretty sure, because uh, Alex Chason's the last one on the ice by like a lot. And I'm pretty sure he had a personal moment. He just stepped aside. He was getting emotional. Everyone was emotional, really, after the win. But I do remember he wasn't there right away because all of us black aces, we were trying to get him to go out there first because he was the oldest guy out of all of us. And he had the most games played and all that stuff. So we were trying to call him up and be like, Chippy, go out and lead us out. And he was like, no, no, you guys go. And I think he just stayed back and had a moment to himself. And now he's a badass in Edmonton. Does he still have more goals than Sidney Crosby? Uh, I, uh, he does not. He's last, close, though. It's close, but I, I believe Sid has a couple more now. Darn. Because, you know, Sidney Crosby ruining it for everybody. That game, the Caps and Knights game, also had some penalty problems. It also had some really stupid penalties. Well. We had a couple of stick penalties on that road trip. If there are stupid stick penalties to be had, Kuzja's doing them. Let me just tell you. Well, one of them was Connolly. The second one, the one in Arizona, whoops, whoops. the one in Arizona was Connolly. Um, but, uh, so, Yevgeny Kuznetsov, who I love. We all love him. My dog is named, at, well, not my dog, Melanie's dog is named after Kuzni. So I feel like this is kind of a bullshit penalty, okay? Because I feel like if a man can't keep control of his stick, and you don't have your stick, you should be allowed to take whatever stick you find. That's your stick now. Stick piracy. Stick anarchy. I mean, but that's not the case. Everything is legal in New Jersey. You're also not allowed, like, once you, if you abandon your stick, you're not allowed to pick it up again either. You gotta go back and get another stick. Hockey's fucking stupid. The only player that's allowed to pick up, pick their own stick back up again is a goalie. Yeah, because a goalie can't 99% of the time. Right. They're like, you're just gonna suffer with no fucking stick. Technically... Technically, when a goalie's teammate picks up the said goalie's stick and has their own stick in their hand and hands the goalie back his stick, he's committing a penalty because he's playing with more than one stick in that second. Technically, it is also a stupid penalty. Hockey penalties are so fucking stupid sometimes. I'm Let a man pick up his stick. Let a man steal another man's stick. If that man didn't hold on to his stick, that's his own fucking fault. You're not allowed to play with a broken one either. Oh, well, that's... Completely but logical. guys try to get away with that. You know well, that when they get when when because they can tell when they're close to having a snap twig. Oh god, yeah. And how to cover it up. Yeah, but like, see, that doesn't make any sense to me because I'd be like, let me get the new one. 
Let me get the new one ASAP. Because if that puck comes to you and you're trying to take a shot and your fucking stick breaks, and then your life is fucking over. Well, but these are dumb boys who are like, I can do it! And then they break the stick. Pro tip, guys. You fucking can't. I'm just saying. William Dielander and Kasperi Kapanen were then in a car accident. Yeah, a minor car accident, but it looked like somebody dinged them up pretty Nah, good. somebody fucking T-boned them. Yep. And, like, their airbags were deployed, back windows were shattered out. They're, I feel like they're lucky they weren't hurt. They were bruised, though, I guarantee you. Oh, yeah. If airbags deployed, mm-hmm. they, they were fucking hurt. Yeah, depending on, depending on what they were looking at at the time. Because I was in an accident where my airbags deployed. You broke your wrist. Broke my wrist. But my bruises, because I, I did get body bruises, were actually on the left side of me where I bumped up against the door. So my leg... And my arm bruised because the airbag kind of pushed me back and against the side of the car where there was, I didn't have you any side airbags. A lot of people end up with black eyes from black. From this happened to, okay, this happened to Pam. We're going to tell a, a tiny little Pam story. Pam is my mother, for those of you who don't know. When Pam still lived in Connecticut, she stayed late at the office one night and she was, this was before the days of cell phones and everything else. But she was looking at something while she was driving very slowly through the parking lot where nobody else was parked because she'd stayed late. And she's just looking at whatever she has to look at and kind of getting her way through the... Well, she was looking to her right and headed forward. And it hit a light pole and set off her airbag. Damn no! And gave herself a black eye. Because the airbags. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people get black eyes from the airbag deploying. And, um, like, and um, burns as well. Mm-hmm. And she had some, some minor burning. And what's funny is... I hit a tree head on with my Volkswagen, my airbags deployed, and one of the first things I said to the nurse at the at the hospital, because they'd already cast up my wrist. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that happening, but it happened. But once I was, at least had some of my wits about me, I said to the nurse, my face must be a mess. I must have two black eyes because, you know, my airbag went off and I saw what had happened to Pam. And of course, I was, you know, a hysterical wreck to the point where the nurse said, you think you can walk? And I said, Probably. He said, come on, we're going to take a walk to the ladies' room down the hall and we're going to look in the mirror. Oh my God. And he made me stare in the mirror and he said, do you think you look okay? And I said, yeah. Because I didn't have, there wasn't any evidence on my face that my airbag went off. And he goes, okay, do you think you can go back to bed and calm down now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is how I imagine William Nylander worrying about his face. (laughs) Um, Let's, the biggest low light of the week is last night. Last Ugh. night's Devils game. I don't know. This has got to be a first in hockey history. How the fuck you score three own goals? I did not watch the game. Me I got rid of my NHL TV I went to this season. I went to bed. But, like, I was, like, like following it, right? And, like, so, okay. Three fucking own goals. Like, Corey Schneider is bad. Like, he's not good goalie. But his team ain't helping him any. No. Because... Andy Green scored one. Captain Andy Green scored one, which was the go-ahead goal for the Ducks until Marcus Johansson scored with 57 seconds left and the goalie pulled. Thanks, Jojo. Ben Lovejoy scored one and Stefan Nason scored one. Stefan Nason didn't play a shift in the second period. You need to know which end is your net. So somehow, in spite of that, that game went to a shootout. Where they lost. They did, but look, they made it to the shootout. 
They did. That was the first time the Devils have made it to a shootout this season. That's right. I remember you usually, saying that last night. Usually they just fucking straight up lose in overtime. Yeah, they... they well, we're making it further, guys. Next time, maybe we'll win. Is that in New Jersey? No. Okay. They're in, oh, that's right. They're on the, Cal- they're on the California yep. road trip. Um, they're actually going to start... They're going to play the Sharks in about 25 minutes. No. The Sharks. Devils, Sharks, do 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 do. Devils, Sharks, do 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 do. Donya. I had a shot, do 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 do. Had a shot, do 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 do. All Donya's fault. <laughs> oh my. So yeah, no, our uh, the teddy bear tosses in our highlights. Yay! Instead of watching the Caps and Ducks game, we were in Hershey at the teddy bear toss, which Hershey won spectacularly. Six to three, wasn't it? Either six to three or six to two. I think it was six to three. Six to something. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Six gold. Finally won. Riley Barber with a teddy bear toss goal. Yes. And a world record teddy bear toss of 34,000 something. 700 almost, and some. Almost 35,000 teddy bears. Cal- the Calgary Hitmen had theirs over the weekend and almost through 30,000. So not quite. Woohoo! So we do have the world record, record still now. stands. It is officially the world record for teddy bear toss. I felt kind of bad. They had the, I don't know if you saw the tweet of, they had the, the stingrays had their teddy bear toss. And they had a little. It happened. They they, they almost had 9,000 teddy bears. Look, no, that's maybe as many people that, no, not. That's double the number of people that were probably at that game. I'm sure. Or triple even. It, it could be. That's I mean, true. it's an ECHL game. Keep, keep yeah, it real I know, here. I know. Keep it I'm real. thinking, you know, if they did the same thing in writing, it would probably be about the same. So, <laughs> oh, there's spots. It's like if they did a teddy bear toss at a Devils game. Good lord. Teddy bear toss at a Florida Panthers game. Five <laughs> bears on the ice. From the five. No, everybody would just bring their rats to throw. God. You know, I just think about how. The whole thing on the Wikipedia about teddy bear tosses was that the NHL doesn't allow things to be thrown on the ice. Let's talk about plastic rats, catfish, squid. What else do we got? The crab! Oh, yeah, that shit during the cup run, yes. They just... Did you see that the crab made a reappearance on banner raising night? No! The crab made it onto the ice on banner raising night. There was a fucking crab on the ice. Look. First of all, DC is not in Maryland. Stop throwing crabs on the ice. Second of all, I bet that crab has some Old Bay on it, so boo. You know that bitch had Old Bay on it. What is wrong with you? Look, I grew up in New England where we have our seafood the way we have our seafood, and that is with not Old Bay on it. I grew up in Oklahoma where we don't have seafood. We have catfish. (laughs) And I feel like catfish would be improved by some fucking Old Bay. Yeah. Catfish is nasty. I just don't like how Old Bay tastes. I just, I never have. I hope Melanie can hear this. All right. Well, she can kick my ass as she was. Melanie, who's never lived anywhere but here. Oh, who's trust a- me. I heard it. I mean, I went to school, like, in <laughs> Frederick, where they had a crab feast with a bunch of bushels of crabs, like, tons of bushels of crabs that were all covered in Old Bay, and I didn't want to eat any of them because they had Old Bay on them. Oh, I wouldn't eat any of them because they still had eyes on them. But you're like my sister. I don't like it when they still have eyes! This video went viral, but did oh you? my god, I did see it. <laughs> you saw the video, yes. Colton Pareko? And all, all I could think of is Cartman. Whatever, I do what I want. I do what I want. <laughs> no, okay, so there's this video of this. So Colton Pareko's got the puck, and he's behind the net, and he's waiting for his dudes to probably complete a line change based on how long he's hanging out back there. Mm-hmm. And this ref goes, "Move it!" And Pareko just goes, "I do what I want." And the ref goes, "Really? <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's." <laughs> 
I like. I felt alive in that moment. <laughs> the Caps played the Yotes. Uh, Verona scored. Verona's been on a scoring streak. Yes. Verona's alive. He's got a hot stick. That is my child. I know. He's got a hot stick. Phoenix Copley <laughs> got his first career point. Yes, he did. Um, on an assist on whose goal? Connolly's? I don't remember. <laughs> it was a secondary assist on somebody. Andre Burakovsky scored a goal. Was that the one? I don't think so. Okay. And then we actually scored an empty netter. How about? Go Ovi, go. Ovi. I was afraid we wouldn't be able to score an empty netter with Tom Wilson out. Because you know Tom Wilson's the one that's been scoring empty netters. And you know the Caps have never hit an empty netter in their lives. Lots of posts on an empty net, though. Oh, my God. That one time with where Ovi and, Ovi and DSP, I have never laughed so hard at a hockey game in my life. I almost slid out of my chair. Oh, good um, lord. That was cool because that's the first time they'd won in Arizona since the game where Ovi scored the goal in 2006. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's been a long time. Shit. And then the Caps played the Blue Jackets on Saturday, which Amy and I missed. But I di- uh, did check my phone at intermission of Rufus Wainwright to about <laughs> 20 different messenger messages because Jonas Siegenthaler gave his first intermission interview and Ovi walked right through the middle of it. Yep. Troll V. Sure did. Um, Troll and roll. It really was. It was it was beautiful. And I still haven't seen I I you said I watched part of it. Okay. But I like could like man, I would just want to pull it up on the TV and actually like watch it. But I couldn't find the the video of it on the internet anywhere. Because everybody just had the gif of Ovi walking through. Like, please. And, and, and I think, I think Jonas has like a nervous tick. Because you notice he like makes this motion. Mm-hmm, like he's flipping mm-hmm. his hair. Dude, you're wearing a snapback. You can't flip your hair, buddy. I mean, it, I'm sure it's a nervous tick. But it's, a, think, it's a hair flipping motion. I think he motion. did talk about having to use his body more at one point in that interview. Don't so talk to me about his I, body. I think it, well, um, or using it more. Don't talk to me. Uh, <laughs> Travis Boyd scored his first goal. Yay, Travis and Boyd. And then I hope he got a shutout. Yay, my Even though Berkey tried to ruin out. it. I know. And that's why Berkey's on his way to Scratch City. We do. We actually have highlights this week. We do. Because I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter, but this interview of William Nylander started going around. And it is the definition of knees breathing heavy. He is busting out of his jeans. Busting out. He's got his beard. His arms are busting out of his sleeves. His knees are busting out of his jeans. His whiskers are busking, busting out of his chin. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a shot. I almost fell off the couch. <laughs> and his hair is just the luscious. Is just I mean, everything I mean, is busting out all over. It's a lot. It's a. It's like prime. It is. I really. I haven't looked 100%. hard at William Nylander like I have in that picture ever. It was like a revelation. 100% grade A Swedish beef. Correct. Canadian raised. Aged until December 1st. Returned <laughs> to Canada. Dry aged to From perfection. Sweden. <laughs> Just in time to make its debut. For all the times I say I hate when they compare dudes to horses, I sure compare them to cattle a lot. <laughs> Well, whatever. Uh, when you're a Texas fan. <laughs> I'm not a Texas fan. 
you kind of are. They're like your side piece to your side piece. Okay, first of all, Dallas and Texas are not the same. Okay, thing. I'm sorry, Dallas Stars fan. <laughs> I just want to put that on the record because there's a I'm lot really? of Texas and most of it's terrible. As an Oklahoman, no, n- 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 as an Oklahoman, there is a lot of Texas and most of it is terrible. Any Oklahoman will tell you that. I'm sure Josh would tell me that because he spent much time in Oklahoma. We don't like Texas. It's like a, it's like a thing, like a rivalry thing. You know how like we don't like Pittsburgh. Not quite. You know, like how Maryland drivers say Virginia drivers can't drive. Okay, it's like that. Only like with guns. Oh, great! <laughs> and football, love football. So let's do our wrap up. So you know what time it is? Time to sing? No, oh, no, it is time to sing. Brian asks, "Why are the devils bad?" Brian had two questions this week, and I want you to know that right now I'm holding up. Two four finger two on both hands, which is four. Um, uh, Brian said the Devils are four points out of last place, yet also somehow four points out of the playoffs because the Metro's a fucking disaster. Yep. Is it time to hashtag lose for Hughes or should they try to add and push for playoffs? I don't know the answer to that because I think it's too early to say, yeah, you should tank. I think it is too early to say, yeah, you should like tank. It's, like, I mean, like, maybe in, like, the end There's of January. There's still some talent to, to get got if you, you know, want to make a decent trade or two. Yeah. I don't know that they will. I don't know that they have the... And I think because the Metro is so bunched up like it is. Well, and because also... Because they're four points out, but four points out. Exactly. So, I mean, it's hard to say because the Metro's bunched up, but... I'm not sure that Jersey doesn't have two games in hand over everyone still because they played that overseas game and then mm. didn't play another game for a week while everybody else was like playing normal hockey. Standings. I know that they've caught up somewhat as far as games in hand go, but I know they had at least two the last time I looked. Jersey has played, well, let's look at the division. Jersey has played 28 games. We have played 29. Nobody's played. They're, they're, They've only got a game in hand. Okay, they only have a game in hand now? Nobody's played 30 So, I mean, it's not that bad. Like, yeah, they're at the bottom of the division, but, like, they are only one point behind Philadelphia. They're four points behind Carolina. Like, Pittsburgh's not even in wild card position right now. I don't think so. No. Nope. No, two Central or Atlantic teams are. Yeah. Like... I don't know that you can, like, I do I think Jersey will make the playoffs this season? Not the way things are going. But who knows? But, We've seen like, them push for it before. right now, the top three teams in the Metro are the Caps, the Jackets, and the fucking Islanders. So who knows And there's six points between one and three. Damn, we're good. The other question from Brian is, Kyle Palmieri, my man. That's Brian, not me. Is having the <laughs> my man would be JoJo as far as the Devils are concerned. Kyle Palmieri is like the anchor of Brian's fantasy hockey teams. Mm-hmm. Kyle got him so many points last year and is doing the same this year. It's really like it's like a thing. Um, so Kyle Palmieri is having the best year of his career so far. Will the rest of the team ever show up, or are they just gonna waste it? I'm a little. I'm still a little concerned about Taylor Hall. I was just gonna say the same thing when we when we were last up and and dealing with the leaner and the overtime and Taylor did not look good. No, and it was the game after that that he got benched for. Ta- a while, yeah, right? um, Taylor had basically the yips the game that we went to jersey for and they played winnipeg and then that was on a saturday and then they played tampa bay Tampa Bay. 
Yeah. They played mm-hmm. Tampa Bay on Monday night. That wasn't the game he got bunched for. I don't think. I think they played Tampa Bay on Monday night and then played Florida on Tuesday night. And Taylor got benched for the second half of one of those games. Like, Hines just was like, your turnover caused this goal. You're going to have a seat. And that's what he did to Nason last night when Nason scored the own goal. He's like, you caused this. You get to have a seat. I like that about John Hines. I wish Todd Reardon would do it more. I do, too. Because... Orlov's a prime candidate. Orlov would have been a great candidate that night that he had the two boarding calls. Now, we all know what happens to Berkey psychologically Dude. with these things. But, but, two teams to thrive on getting negged. Berkey, negging works for Berkey. Like, I don't, I don't understand how that works. Because I am not built that way. No, no. If you tell me I can't do something, I'll say fuck you, then I won't do it. I, I, well, no, I'm definitely going to do something if you tell me I can't do it. Mm. But if you tell me I am bad at something, yeah. I'm Jacob Vrana. I'm going to go cry about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sulk. Poor baby V. <laughs> and Poor I'm not, baby. I'm not going to do better. No, I'm just going to waddle. You know, waddle. waddle. I am going to waddle. I'm fat. Wallow in the fact that people don't, you know, people think I can't do X and then basically drive myself crazy overthinking the process yeah. of doing x the next time and that's why we go to therapy yeah ne- yeah negging doesn't work for but it, i don't understand why scratching works for berkey and then it gives them the idea that it works for the other guys and it doesn't really because they're not all the same guy Surprise! shocking but i am glad to see that at least someone even if it's just izzy at the washington post recognizing how hard Verona works. Yeah. Because unlike Berkey, who has to get scratched to get kickstarted, Verona's out there working for a half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour after every practice on the things that he thinks he's done badly. This question was not about the Washington Capitals, and now we're talking about Jacob Verona. No, no, we're talking um, about well, the rest of the Devils going to show up. <sighs> I wouldn't say that all of them haven't. Um, I don't know what kind of fire you got to light under their asses to get the rest of them to do it, though. Taylor has the yips. It's just, I mean, Brat's been very good. That line with Brat and Zajac and Johansson has been good. Sometimes I think maybe Zajac is not the ideal center for those two. Uh, my suggestion would be that they need a third Swede, but they need a goaltender worse than they <laughs> need anything else. I was else. just going to say, like... If they could concentrate on giving their goaltender run support, that would be great. But if you have goaltenders that you can't give run support to because of how shitty their goaltending is, it's a problem. Like, I mean, Keith, they can. They can, and they have. But Corey, not so much. Yeah. I mean, and I don't want to blame last night completely on Corey because it's not on Corey. I mean, three own goals is not helping anyone. No, and three own goals sounds to me like, A, just a little bit of bad luck. Mixed in oh, yeah. with well, a, a good helping of guys who are on the ice and not talking to each other. Well, one of them that I will mention is it happened to the Capitals earlier this season. Because I was actually thinking it happened to the Devils, but that it wasn't the Devils. It was, um, do you remember earlier this season, Michael Company reached up to try and catch a puck and, and it caused deflected. it to go into yep. the net? That's what happened with the Lovejoy goal. He uh. tried to catch it. And ended up redirecting it into the net, basically, on Corey. And there's nothing a goalie can do when that happens. Right, and there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing a player can do when the puck bounces off. But you have to, as a player, 
not try and reach out and catch that because you are not the goalie. Mm. If you cannot block it before it gets to that point, you have to not try and not it. try and catch it because if you redirect it to somewhere the goalie can't get it, then that's on you. Well, and, and you have to be able to trust that your goalie can catch it. Yeah, and I know, what, and I know that it's instinct for them to try and stop it any way that they can. Yeah, but some of that says to me, "But oh shit, I don't know if Corey has this. Let me try." I wait. I wish I could remember if it was Holtby or Copley in net when company did it. Mm. I want to say it was Holtby, but I think it might have been Copley as well. It doesn't matter. This year, yeah. Okay. So I was gonna say if it was yeah, because when I was into the cup run last year, it might have been. No, no, it was earlier this season because what I was thinking, when I saw the Devils one, I thought, didn't we fucking learn this already this season? And I was like, nope, that was Kempney. No. So, no, it wasn't. Lessons must be learned. Yeah. So, um, are they going to waste it? Possibly. Look, I'm going to absolve JoJo of any of this. That dude is busting his ass out there. He is, but we talked a little bit about this on the way home. He's not quite the um, hitter that he used to be. <laughs> he's scared. He's scared, scared of, the boards. of the boards. And that's understandable. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not blaming him or anything else. I'm just saying that is a different part of his game now. And I have to hope that as time goes on and he gets further removed from that incident. Like a spooked horse? <laughs> Stop comparing him to horses! <laughs> That he will be less scared of going into the boards and actually going in harder with guys to fight for the puck. But right now, I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it. This has been Brian asks, why are the devils bad for Take many your reasons? Mostly goaltending. <laughs> Every, literally everything. They're so bad right now. Um, we have listener questions. So many listener questions this week. Hot um, off the presses. Sorry. I need to... And, and, Maple Leafs acquired defenseman Steve Olexi. Really? From Ducks for forward Adam Cracknell. The trade is one for one. Was Cracknell even playing in the NHL? Was Olexi? Cracknell's not playing in the NHL. I don't think, I think Olexi was, um... Because Cracknell got traded from the Stars and ended up in the A. Well... Or didn't re-sign with the Stars. Something to do with the Stars. He was with the Stars. Whatever. And then he went down to the A. I can't. That's fucking bizarre and I can't dwell on it. Okay. Just figured it was worth not getting dangled on. <laughs> that's fucking weird. <laughs> um, Lindsay. From Lindsay. Who is going to Seattle from the Caps? I think it's T. Joshi. It better not be Christian Jews. If it's Christian Jews, Julie riots. If it's Jonas Siegenthaler, Julie like commits Harry Carey. I mean, Seattle is extremely far, Amy. I know. I can't drive to Seattle. No, you cannot. I mean, you could, but not on a semi-weekly basis. <laughs> Lindsay's next question is, does Fezzik from The Princess Bride remind anyone else of Yevgeny Malkin? Anybody want a peanut? I think that's insulting to Fezzik and to Andre the Giant's legacy, Lindsay. Frankly, yes, but I can see some similarities. Yeah. Some of the sportsmen-like. Don't talk to me in Russian. Exactly. From Reshley, Reshley wants to know what Hogwarts house Keith belongs to. And by Keith, he means Keith Kincaid. I'm going to leave that up to you. You're much more of a Hogwarts expert than I am. Keith's a Hufflepuff. 
Okay. Melanie said, if you were your favorite hockey person, what gift would you want someone to throw on the ice for you? So first of all, this doesn't happen in hockey. No, it happens in figure skating. Exactly. (laughs) But it would be kind of neat, like, if, if... If the Hurricanes really wanted to get with it with these post-game win celebrations... Oh, my God! They would all kind of skate around like figure skaters afterwards (laughs) and wave at everybody. (laughs) No, but I like the Viking clap. (laughs) Well, after that, instead of, like, you know, running the length and hitting the boards, they'd all just form a line and skate around the outside of the ice and wave at everybody and expect people to throw shit at them. Do you throw stupid hats on the ice for Brayden Holtby? I mean, I don't know if that's what Brayden would want people to throw on the <laughs> ice. Um, I know he would not want any kind of shaving equipment. Um, that seems dangerous. Yes. You know what he'd want? Guitar picks. <laughs> I would love to watch people packs, try to pick guitar picks up off the fucking ice. Packs of strings. <laughs> Perhaps a couple pairs of Birkenstocks. Shit. Um, sheet music for Wonderwall. <laughs> As I'm making paper airplanes. I mean, not necessarily Wonderwall. No! I like the tragically hip. Sheet music for Wonderwall. And I'm making paper airplanes and I'm flying them down from the top level. Oh, Jesus. I am um, not. The, it's fucking Wonderwall. Uh, all right. So, um, what would your what, what would your hockey want thrown at them figure skating style? Oh, I have no fucking clue. Well, throw something out there. Love crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Swedes have no- just like not in the bag either. Just handfuls. Handfuls. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a couple of late entries from the Slack, but do we have any more on our list first? Oh, God, we have so many more on our list. Uh, We are, like, not even halfway through this list. From Melanie. Imagine here a Photoshop of your favorite hockeys doing the Mean Girls Jingle Bell Rock routine. Oh, Jesus. What faces are on whose bodies? Oh, I have to pull up. Who is the Karen of the group? I already, I already know who the Karen is. Who wants to totally stab Caesar? Berkey? Berkey's Karen. Berkey's Karen. Berkey's Karen. Um, hold on. Mean girls. And Nick Backstrom is Regina George. Mm, Really? Oh. If anyone's a mean girl, it's Nick Backstrom. Or Yevgeny Kuznetsov. I mean, who here has felt personally victimized by... Yeah, Nicholas Backstrom is Regina George. Okay. So that would make... I kind of want to say that that Kempney would be Arcady because he's he, he kind of you know came, came in. He's the new from kid. Elsewhere. Yeah, he's he's sort of the new kid. Ended up fitting better than he probably expected. Talented, good looking. I don't remember the other one. Fits name. the mold. Karen, Katie, Regina, Gretchen, Gretchen, Gretchen Wieners. All right, who's trying to make fetch happen? Aaron Ness. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't we really say Travis Boyd? Travis Boyd is fine compared. Who else? Who do we always say? It's not Travis Boyd. It's Aaron Ness. It's Aaron. Aaron Ness is Gretchen Wiener. Okay. All right. Yeah, I had to look at them, but definitely Andre is Karen. Berkey can't be both of them. Berkey is also fetch trying to happen. I mean, yeah, but okay, if we're when, talking about IQ, Verona potentially. Look, Karen thinks she has ESPN, you know, a sixth sense. Now I'm just remembering that Instagram of Verona massaging Katniss boobs. <laughs> so 
I'm saying that Berkey has to be Karen. Berkey, yeah, no. You're right, you're right, you're right. And then, also from Melanie, how do you get through this part of the season where it's so far before the playoffs and, like, not much is happening? We talk about who all the mean girls are. Clearly. I wish not much was happening. Get this, this is when the most happening. agonizing shit is happening. Everybody's right dying. It's true. This is, like... This has got to be some kind of record. Seriously, there are probably more players on the IR than there are active. I don't know how Melanie can even ask this question. Half her fucking fantasy team is on IR. She's out of IR slots. Well, that's why she thinks nothing is happening. Because they're all dead. (laughs) (laughs) She's... I literally... Our fucking league has the maximum IR slots you can have. She's out of IR slots. She has guys she can't put in IR. That's a problem. Yeah! Kind of like Karen being out of centers, or having too many centers that she doesn't know where to She have goalies now? I'm playing her this week. Oh, I don't know. Let's see. Next question. From Sarah, in reference to the canine calendar. Is Andre holding the cup because they don't trust him being responsible for a living creature? He has ESPN, Julie. (laughs) And I actually, I said this to her on Twitter. I said, uh, well, they let him hold a baby. Yeah, under supreme supervision, I'm sure. Yeah, well, then, um, then Sarah said, I think that people would be more upset if he dropped a puppy than if he dropped a baby. Which is kind of accurate. I mean... From Sheena, who posted this link to the New York City Caps crew Twitter and said, do Jake Gensel and I Jacob Verana look alike? No. And it's this tweet from, from the but Caps crew, the New York City Caps crew, which says, Gensel looks like Verana if he was British royalty. I agree with that assessment. If he was British royalty? Like, if Gensel was British royalty? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, like, take... Verona, put in all the inbreeding and shit that comes with British royalty, and you get Jake Gensel. That's really mean. But accurate? Yeah. All right. Eventually, Jake Gensel's going to get those teeth knocked out and get normal ones put in. Eventually. Or maybe he'll get the same fucking horse teeth put back in like Sidney Crosby does. I don't get it. Is his lip worm done? I don't know. The last time I saw him, he still has that thing on his face, and I was like, ooh. When this goes up and you hear this, somebody else do the research on whether or not Sidney Crosby has shaved his lip because I'm not looking if it's still there. By the way, um, as of this very moment, the score is 7 nothing. Um, Karen in <laughs> of fantasy. Course of course it is. She has goaltenders. Four of them. What the fuck she got? Doming- that Karen? Never mind. Okay. She knows what she did. She has two Pittsburgh goaltenders. I mean, one's on IR, but she has two Pittsburgh. Who has the most Pittsburghers? Karen. Pittsburghers. Karen, you know what you did. She got your potato farmer. <gasps> Gimme Kessel. Gimme Kessel. She got your potato farmer and she got Evgeny Malkin. She got Anybody want a peanut? This is, we're sidetracked. Sidetracked. We got, like, this is gone on too long. From Karen. This is what happens when you do vodka. What do you hope to... Is it Amy or is this just normal? It's probably both. What do you hope to see from the Cavs and the Cavs organization in 2019? I don't know. I mean. Get the radio call back in the bathrooms. Fucking hell yes. Play the game on those big ass TVs you installed all over the concourse. And and play it and not just play the, the radio call in the bathrooms, but in the concourse. So that when you're like looking at the screens, you can hear what's going on and not just have to listen to... <sighs> 
oh, while you're sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I don't get up and go to the bathroom during the game. I wait until, I usually get a jump on the toilets and wait until, like, the whistle that comes at, like, oh, two minutes. See, and... like, I'm right out. Like, our, the, there's bathrooms. Yeah, I've got to go around. I can, I've got to go through people and like, around lines and intermission shit. starts, I get up and go down, and it's, I usually don't have to wait in line. So. Mm. Yeah, not me. Sorry. I don't know what I don't know what to expect. I mean, last year I certainly didn't expect what we got, and you think it's can't better? expect much better than that. I think it's different. I don't know whether it's better or worse yet. I need to get used to. I I need to know more about Toddles and his coaching philosophy before. Oh, I, I was not I thinking about like the team because the, the it's not specific. Like her question wasn't specific to like the team. To the it caps was and the organization. To like the experience. Oh, because oh, so we were because talking... the season ticket holder surveys came out today. Oh, so. So, well, yeah, I missed that. Uh, it's um, probably in your inbox. I didn't get mine until way later than everybody else. You know what I want? Shake I want... Shack in the arena. Yes. Both I Vegas want... and Philly have Shake Shacks in their arenas. What the fuck are you I doing? I want fun theme nights. I want a Star Wars night. I want a 90s night. I want a big fat LGBTQ night. I want our night. Our, our, our... You can play night as fucking week. Yeah. And other teams do that shit. Jersey I does wish that shit. Jersey does do Jersey does awesome theme nights. Jersey also has like way more like high quality in game entertainment than the caps do. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they have that big giant massive fucking video board that they felt like they needed to like up their game because I didn't go to games in New Jersey prior to them having that video board. Well, and let's do a little bit more crowd interaction than just get up and dance. Yeah. Philly's more fun. Jersey's more fun. Dallas is more fun. I don't, I don't get it. Caps games are the least fun games I've been to. Nashville's more fun. Um, well, because they have freaking live music in the arena. Yeah, I thought we were getting a DJ booth. Um, there was a DJ booth, and then it went away, and then it sometimes comes back, and then it's not consistent. Hey, how about some consistency? Make up your mind and do something, and then do it. Don't do it, and then take it away. I do like our co-ed spirit squad. I do, too. I want to hang out with that one guy that's on the spirit squad, because he the seems black nice. guy with the beard? The older black gentleman. Yes. Yeah. He seems like he's very nice. He does seem very sweet. He has an aura of niceness. And good spirit. Um, I mean, I did notice that the girls, they, like, the people that they put down on the ice at the beginning of the games with, like, the recognized service member of the night or whatever the fuck they call it is, are still basically cheerleaders. Right. I also would like, as much as I really enjoyed Erin when she was our in-game hostess. I'm glad they got that girl. Really? To go up there with the dude because the dude just is exhausting. She kind of exhausts me, though. I don't like either pick, one of them. If I had to pick one over the other, I'd pick him just because I'm more used to him than I am her. I don't like either one of them. Also, I, I love, want Aaron back. I love when they just randomly give away the prize for the on ice, like second intermission, like MGM Entertainment Series because the game didn't work. Yeah. That's my favorite. You know well, what we need? You we know need, you they don't need... have to spot the cow to win spot the cow either. All right. First of all, my section is never going to get cow spotted because of where we sit. And I'm bitter about it. We sit above the camera. So? They can't spot the cow in our section. Uh, Oh. Oh. Well, they could. No, they can't. 
they would have to move the person. No, they literally can't see us from there. So you know what they do now that they have those little platforms <laughs> built out on all four of the corners. Yeah, move spot do the cow. The corner. They've can- done it before. Move spot the cow so that my section can get a cow. They do the. They do the. They did the. Um. Because we can't get them when they drop them from the rafters either. They do the Rod Langway bullshit in the other corners sometimes. Instead yeah, of what but they do nor- spot the cow. normally we're above right Langway and spot the cow and all that stuff. Yeah, but they can move that around. I think that's why they build all those platforms out on the corners, so that they could do that and not have just the one spot to stand people. They're not. The only, like, really good, like, in-arena experience that they've updated this year, the video is oh. awesome. Yeah, and the pregame stuff. That's that. the only thing that they're doing better than Jersey, because Jersey's pregame videos suck. Rushley asked... If Brian Elliott were healthy, how much would the Flyers be leading the Metro by? They wouldn't. I mean, they're still the Flyers. Yeah, I mean, I like if Brian Elliott were healthy. If Rushley, Rushley's beating his his Brian Elliott drum, you know his like. If Brian Elliott were healthy, no, and I said earlier this season, if they had Brian Elliott healthy and if they had Pickard healthy, that would be a decent tandem. But they let Pickard go, and Elliott's not healthy. But they'd still be the Philadelphia Flyers. They would. I mean. Wasn't Elliot healthy last season? Mm-hmm. Nuvi wasn't. Who was their backup? I mean, Nuvi was, was their backup. It was Lion for a part of the season. That's right. When they played, um, when we lit them up, when they played here, they pulled Elliot and, was it Elliot? Yeah, because Neuverth won't play in DC. Mm. They pulled Elliot and put, uh, <coughs> and put Lion in. Rashley asked, if you remove Taylor Hall... Would the Devils be last overall? Like, they're last in the Metro. Like, I mean, honestly, it wouldn't change anything. No, because nobody can suck worse than the Senators. The Senators that bad this season? Blackhawks are in last place. I think the Sens might be. Hold on. (laughs) Or are the Blues? It's one of those three, definitely. Blues have got it rough right now, man. Blackhawks. Then Kings. Then Blues. Then Devils. No. Then Flyers. Then Flyers. I don't think that removing Taylor Hall would put them in last place because Taylor Hall's not doing anything. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Hall is basically a non-entity on that team. He's not scoring any... Yeah, he is not the back on which the team is building there. <laughs> Marcus Johansson's scoring more than Taylor Hall right now. Lots of people are... I mean, and that doesn't take much. Not that I don't love your mans, but... Look, it's like... It's 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 Kyle Palmieri, Travis Zajac, Marcus Johansson... Taylor scores one now and again. Dude, the top five teams in the league right now are Tampa Bay, mm. Toronto, Calgary, Nashville, and Colorado. Colorado is good this season, man. They finally got a goalie. Hey, hey. Shout out, Grooby. We miss you. Trade Varlam off to a grave. Mm. From Rushley, better goalie, Corey Schneider or Gritty? Gritty? Gritty covers more than net. Uh, and then Karen had a follow-up on that, which was better goalie, Corey Schneider or Kuzi. Nah, Koozie, you'd have to, look, you'd have to tie Koozie up. <laughs> you keep Koozie from going on adventures. Yes. Like, he has a what's dream. What's his style? The Ducks. What's his name? The Goldberg. Goldberg. Thank Goldberg. you. You'd have to tie him up Goldberg. Did you say you had other questions there. that had come through the there, Slack? There were a couple. Of, two of them were actually the ones you just did. I got most of them. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Why do we drive on a parkway and park on a No, I left that one out on purpose. He doesn't deserve the time of day. He knows what he did. No, that was it. You covered it. I'm awesome. You are awesome. So, we have one more thing for you. I am pulling up. But next time. What I need. Actually, not next time. A couple 
like, you know, wrapping up things. We This is our last podcast before the end of the new year. Before the end of the... No, fucking no. That's not... Help. This is our before last the, podcast before the end of the year. Correct. I'll get there. Our last podcast before the end of the year. I'm going out of town and I'm going to a place where the only internet that exists is satellite internet. So I can't exactly record a podcast. But we will be back at the first of the year. We have a couple of guests lined up. We have a couple of cool things we want to try. We're going to try weird Swedish sports drinks. We might try playing Fortnite. Oh, good Lord. God help me. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how to play it either. I'm not good at, like, that kind of game either. So (sighs) stay tuned for that shit. We published a holiday gift list, not just for the holidays, but for any of your friends that need gifts or just to treat yourself anytime you can find that on our new website we have at puckeruphockey.com we will be hopefully rolling out a new logo sometime between now and the beginning of the new year okay (laughs) and we have a new twitter handle we have a new twitter handle our new twitter handle is pucker up podcast same old email puckeruppod at gmail.com mm-hmm. merry christmas happy festivus joya noel hanukkah's over hanukkah's o- is it over already i'm pretty sure yet okay oh yeah it's the 10th already that doesn't mean anything but i'm pretty sure it's over i'm pretty sure it started right around the first so that'd be more than eight days um we don't know no we don't and contrary to popular belief, I am not Jewish. So yeah, happy all of the holidays to all of the everybody's. If Christmas didn't fall on the same day every year, I wouldn't know when the fuck Christmas was. So <laughs> that's who I am as a person. Hey, hey. All right. Now, <laughs> we've got something terrible for you. We do. I want to set this scene for you. I want you... To imagine, maybe the Jingle Bell Rock skit from Mean Girls, but horrible. And instead of those little outfits, me wrapped in a Christmas tree skirt that's red and has the fur on the edge of it, which is not my Christmas tree skirt because my Christmas tree skirt is blue. And a Santa hat, which is not what I'm wearing because I couldn't find one at Target this afternoon. I have a Christmas tree headband on. And I have a very festive red and green bow headband on. Is my sequin still on my nose? No, it fell off. Oh, uh, here it is. Oh, there it is. Put it back. Rudolph. Now it's silver. Oh, that's fine. So we were inspired. And I can't remember how this came about initially. I think it had something to do with actual Gritty as Santa. Gritty, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot, as I'm sure you're all aware. And if you're not, where the fuck have you been? Exactly. Was dressed as Santa, like, at Halloween. Yeah. Anarchy. And had a green belly button. <clears throat> yes. His belly button usually matches the rest of him. So, bearing in mind this image that we have created for you, we wrote you a little song. Well, we rewrote you a little song. Something <laughs> like that. We parodied, we filked you a little song. Yes. <laughs> Melanie, I need another shot of vodka. I don't. Melanie, this is an emergency. <laughs> Santa Gritty, slip a goalie under the tree for me. We've been awful all year, Santa Gritty. Hurry to Wells Fargo tonight. 
Santa Gritty. If Jonas Siegenthaler was on your D, you'd be better for sure. Santa Gritty, don't take him more with Julie, you'll fight. <laughs> Think of all the playoffs missed. Think of all the Stanley Cups I haven't kissed. Next year, the Flyers might be good. If you'll check off this Christmas list. Santa Gritty, a one-hot shooter's really, that's not a lot. Only five ones this year, Santa Gritty, so hurry down to Philly tonight. Gritty honey, one thing that I really do need, a coach. To get us over the line, Santa Gritty. So hurry to Wells Fargo tonight. Gritty cutie, fill my stocking with Willie, please. Oh, geez. We could use him up here, Santa Gritty. And hurry to New Philly tonight. <laughs> Come and tell Matt, Bob, or Ben to have some Philly cheesesteaks with Drew and them. The Flyers crew believes in you. Let's see if you believe in them. Santa Gritty forgot to mention one little thing, a ring. For some trains on the phone, Santa baby, hurry to Wells Fargo tonight. Hurry down to Philly tonight. Hurry down to Philly tonight. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Happy holidays. Hope you enjoyed that disaster. <laughs> We'll see you in the new year. Bye. Bye.